0: The Shooting Straight radio podcast is proudly sponsored in part by the Gunsite in Merritt Island with a nine-lane, 25-yard indoor shooting range, handgun and machine gun rentals, a fully stocked gun store with plenty of long guns, handguns, ammunition, and accessories to choose from. They're your one-stop shop in Merritt Island for all things necessary to responsibly exercise your Second Amendment right. Check them out at GunSiteRange.com or stop by in person at 125 South Banana River Drive. And make sure you tell them that you heard about the GunSite on the Shooting Straight Radio Podcast. Freedom Guns is your local gun store for the Rockledge Cocoa area in Brevard County, Florida. Stop in and meet Mike and the gang and see the great deals they have on long guns, handguns, accessories, ammunition. AR build kits and Liberty safes that come with free delivery and installation. They're located at 1255 Florida Avenue, just north of Rockledge High School. For more information, check them out at freedom-guns.com. Tell them you heard about them on the Shooting Straight Radio Podcast. Nothing less than overt acts of aggression against the American people and their rights. Exercise your rights in a safe way. Stupidity to think that someone hell-bent on violating the law against murder will magically be stopped by a gun control law. Politicians, that Yes, we are Locked and Loaded on Shooting Straight Radio, also known as Second Amendment University. I am Royce, your host and Professor Emeritus of Second Amendment Studies, pouring it to you out of both barrels with 100% felt recoil and no suppressor, baby, and all while being heavily saturated with gunshot residue, toxic masculinity, and a faint yet wildly tantalizing whiff of the cologne of my people. That would be hops number nine. You know it, baby. Check out shootingstraightradio.com. If you don't have a favorite platform to listen to this program on, you can catch it there. The episodes are auto loaded there from iHeartRadio. Also, don't forget to catch Rocker and the Redneck. That's myself and Rock and Rod. We teamed up finally, yes, by popular demand to produce the Rocker and the Redneck podcast. So, Uh, Catch that and check it out, too. Don't forget Voice of the Blue podcast, commissioned by the American Police Hall of Fame. Fantastic program, and you definitely want to hear what a lot of these law enforcement officers and officials have to say about the profession. You might be surprised if you have some stereotypical notions about police and the police profession. Uh, they, They will probably change your mind. So have a listen to Voice of the Blue. Let's charge right into the program. Yes, indeed, uh, we are. Uh, we are always just inundated with uh, the terms of the left, uh, the terminology used to denigrate conservative Americans, Constitution-loving Americans, and one of those terms is gun violence. Of course, associating firearms with criminal violence—that's the whole idea behind. Uh, using the term gun violence. My contentions as of late have been that what we are really dealing with is an epidemic of legislative violence. Legislative violence, legislative insurrection against the Bill of Rights, against the supreme law of the land, and uh, we have something to say about that. So, again, we don't have an epidemic of gun violence in this country. We have an epidemic of legislative violence against the right to keep and bear arms, and that epidemic has enabled and augmented the violent amongst us and in high places to uh, essentially prey upon the citizenry. And encountering this epidemic of legislative violence and legislative insurrection, something has been happening up in Illinois, up in the land of Lincoln. Lincoln. The people there and many in law enforcement have something to say about this recently passed assault weapons ban in Illinois, which demands that all people who uh, presently own an AR 15 or anything that's on the 100 item list, that it's no longer legal in the state of Illinois, it's verboten. Uh, you have to either turn them in or register them with the state police. And apparently there's a lot of sheriffs that are saying, you know what? Uh, We're not going to do that. There has been an epidemic of defiance and resistance and hallelujah for that. My goodness, it's about time. The people in Illinois are standing up and go, you know what? We've had enough of this crap. We're not doing it. The people of, of law enforcement in particular in Illinois are making me very, very proud. They're doing exactly what I've said every state should do in response to this type of legislative violence. First, law enforcement should notify those in high places who illegally passed an illegal law that we're not enforcing this crap, so you might as well go ahead and tear it up and shred it and rip it out of the, the uh, Illinois statute book. We're not doing it. And the. Uh, now, it's a, a huge number of sheriffs now. You know, there's, there's only 102 counties in Illinois. And of those 102 sheriffs, 74 of them, at my last check, have said they've made it very clear that they're not going to enforce this new assault weapon ban or the high-capacity magazine ban, and they're not going to make sure that people register their firearms. Well, I'm glad to hear that, because since... Uh, Governor Prickster, uh, I'm sorry, Pritzker, I, I got things flipped around there. What a Freudian slip. Uh, Governor Prickster, <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> Governor, Pri- Governor Pritzker uh, signed this thing into law. And uh, less than 48 hours after that, the sheriffs began sending to him notices of noncompliance sending him letters and saying, we're not going to do this. We're not arresting anybody. We're not going to enforce any of this. So I tell you what, fat boy, you go enforce it. Now, I added that part. But uh, it, it started with a joint statement from the sheriff of Perry County, and also a state's attorney published an open letter to the sheriff announcing their intention to ignore this new gun ban. Man, this is good stuff. I like it. This is what I've been wanting to see people on mass, not just the people, but law enforcement also saying, Hey, you guys can stick it. This impacts us too. Once we're no longer uh, police officers, we are impacted by this. Our families are impacted by this. All of our extended families are impacted by this. It doesn't keep a dadgum single person safe. It nothing does. This is nothing but a gun grab. This is nothing but a registration scheme. This is nothing but an eventual confiscation scheme. And all of these sheriffs know it. Now, what I would love to see in conjunction with these sheriffs is the state police say we're not doing it. Then I would like to see every local constabulary or police department to say the same thing. We're not doing it. We're not enforcing it. How about you enforce it? Fat boy, you and all of your fellow Bolsheviks up there in the Illinois state legislature, you walk your little happy butts out there and you confiscate these weapons or you demand that they register them. You demand that they throw away their high-capacity magazines and you go tell these gun store owners that you are badly afflicting with this new law. You go tell them that they can no longer sell these AR-15s, these 30-round magazines, and the like. So, um, many other sheriffs, like I said, have lined up now, 74 total, and now several prosecutors in Illinois, they've been, you know, throwing their two cents in, too. Some of them, in conjunction with the sheriffs of their counties, while uh, some of them have basically issued a solo statement. And um, the uh, Union County State's Attorney, Tyler Shrip he called this exactly what it is. He said, House Bill 5471 is a direct attack on our right to keep and bear arms as guaranteed by the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Amen and amen. He also said, Union County is a community steeped in the traditions of gun ownership for hunting, collecting, and self-defense. And... I am committed to preserving those values for the good and deserving people of the county and beyond. Good for you! Thank you so much, there, uh, State's Attorney Tyler Tripp. I really appreciate that. I really—I tell you what, you guys, um, testicular fortitude is becoming contagious apparently, and there is a a an uprising in Illinois. And there needs to be one in all the other communist-occupied territories, too. But I love seeing this in Illinois. So, Illinoisans, I'm going to tell you right now that now is the time for you all to simply write up a draft or a letter or have someone draft one for you and basically make it a... uh, a resolution of non-compliance, telling them we're not complying with these laws, we're not registering anything. Well, a matter of fact, you might want to uh, say, it, if you're going to sign your name, say, if I did own weapons like this, I would not register them, and blah, 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 whatever. You tell them we're not complying with this because it is illegal. It's constitutionally illegal. It violates the security of our free state, and it is therefore unconstitutional. So we're not abiding by it because a a law that is unconstitutional is null and void. And we don't need a Supreme court to tell us that we don't need nine people in black robes saying, okay, well, this is constitutional. While that is their function and their duty. The last line of defense is the people. And if the people say, we don't care what the Supreme court says, we're not abiding by it. Then that's going to be the final say. That's what needs to happen throughout the entirety of, Of Illinois. Now, here's a statement from Sheriff Tattleman regarding this bill signed into law. He said, As your sheriff, I wanted to give citizens of McHenry County an update on the recent passage of HB 5471, also known as the Protect Illinois Communities Act, Uh, more like Protect uh, Illinois Socialist Senators Act, which I like the acronym there. as your duly elected sheriff, my job and my office are sworn, in fact, to protect the citizens of McHenry County. This is the job and responsibility that I take with the utmost seriousness. Part of my duties that I accepted upon being sworn into office was to protect the rights provided to all of us in the Constitution. One of those enumerated rights is the right to keep and bear arms, provided under the Second Amendment, The right to keep and bear arms for defense of life, liberty, and property is regarded as an inalienable right by the people. I, among many others, believe that HB 5471 is a clear violation of the Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, therefore, as the custodian of the jail and chief law enforcement officer for McHenry County, that neither myself nor my office will be checking to ensure that lawful gun owners register their weapons with the state's nor will we be arresting or housing law abiding individuals that have been charged solely with non compliance of this act. Sincerely, Sheriff Rob Tattleman. Hats off to you, Sheriff Tattleman. I sincerely appreciate you and your testicular fortitude. We need more men like you throughout this entire country, and I'm very happy to see this. Now, Governor Prickster, <laughs> I did it again. I really don't, I really am not trying to do that. Governor Pritzker, his office, uh, made a statement that the, uh, the messages coming from these sheriffs and these state attorneys and stuff like that is that it's nothing but political grandstanding at its worst. And he also said that the sheriffs and departments that refuse to enforce the ban are in violation of their oaths of office. Uh, no, no sir, they are not. You've got things a little bit constitutionally dyslexic there prickster. I'm, I'm just gonna keep calling them that. I'm sorry it's, it's, it's there. I, I can't I'm not gonna bother trying to fight that anymore. Uh, the sheriffs are in 100% compliance with their oaths of office and the supreme law of the land. You, you pudgy little Bolshevik are not. He said the assault weapons ban is the law of Illinois. Okay, well, the 2nd and 14th Amendments are the supreme law of the land, and you, you took an oath of office there, Governor Prickster, to uphold and defend said supreme law prior to taking office, and I'm going to quote right from the Illinois Constitution right here, right now. Section 3, Oath or Affirmation of Office, Each Prospective Holder, of a state office or other state position created by this Constitution before taking office shall take and and subscribe to the following oath or affirmation. I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the State of Illinois, and that I will faithfully discharge the duties of the office to the best of my ability. So you there, Governor Prickster you bulging little Bolshevik you, you are in violation of your oath of office. Now, when these people were passing this thing and trying to ram it through, and by the way, they did so very deceitfully, they actually had a shell bill waiting in the Senate. It was the Amusement Park Safety Act, which was a shell bill to shove the the, uh, House bill into and put it before the floor for a vote. So they snuck it in, in order to get the votes. That's illegal in anybody's book, okay? But they made the predict- the predictable claim while they were trying to ram it through the House and the Senate uh, that, they, that they wanted this law to protect the children in schools, worshipers at church, and families at parades from the fear of sudden mass murder. From the fear of sudden mass murder. So, um, since when is it, uh, the government's job to protect people from their emotions? Uh, and whatever happened to, we have nothing to fear, but fear itself, whatever happened to that. Hmm? I know it's a rhetorical question, but I was reading something else. I can't remember where it was. I think it was a Breitbart article that basically said that, um, people have a right to not live in fear. Um, I don't find that anywhere in the Constitution. See, everybody's fear is different. My fear is different from your fear. We don't fear the same things, or we do fear things that, you know, I, I might fear things that you don't, and you might fear things that I don't. It's all subjective and based on our experiences. You take a child, they, they're, you know, riddled with all kinds of fears, but as they grow older, those fears dissipate in the light of knowledge and information that counters their fears. So, it's not the government's job to protect us from our fears. We'll be right back with more of this defiance epidemic coming out of Illinois against the communists therein. Don't go anywhere, stick around, we've got more to go on Shooting Straight Radio. The American Police Hall of Fame We are the keepers of the history of individual law enforcement officers. We are a facility that honors the fallen and supports their families. We are a training facility that teaches civilians how to be their own first responder. We are a great place to visit and learn. Go to aphf.org to find out more. This is Rod from Sigerman. Feel free to get in touch at 561 four four five zero four two nine got quite a quite a selection on hand right now and something else i'd like to touch on that funny feeling you got in the pit of your stomach right now that something ain't quite right i hope you're right something ain't quite right take care of each other look out for each other remember that you're right for granted to you by god and never ever forget that taxation is touched godfather Dirty, dipping mafia. Massive thank yous to the sponsors of the Shooting Straight Radio podcast, also known as Second Amendment University. I really appreciate you guys keeping this ball rolling and making these things possible uh, for my company, Royce Productions, to keep producing. You guys rock. So we're looking at this uh, legislative, uh, what should I say, the epidemic of legislative insurrection or legislative violence. In Illinois recently, the passing of the assault weapon ban and the high capacity magazine ban. And if you've got these guns and you want to keep them, you got to register them with the government. Uh, A bunch of sheriffs have something to say about that. Matter of fact, the overwhelming majority of county sheriffs throughout Illinois are saying, screw you. We're not going to enforce it. Governor Prickster, you can grab yourself a 28 ounce waffle head hammer and head for the sand pile, baby. Well, the sheriff's. He says, y'all are just grandstanding. Well, really? Well, i tell you what. Why don't you go out there and try to force those sheriffs to go do their job or what you think is their job? Because he said, sheriffs have a constitutional duty to uphold the laws of the state. Uh, No, their primary duty is to uphold the laws of the land, primarily the Constitution, then the laws of your state. He said they don't, have, they don't get to pick and choose which laws they support and when. And anybody who doesn't comply, there's consequences for that. You don't get to choose which laws you comply with in the state of Illinois. Well, actually, we do. We can choose to comply with them or not anytime we dadgum well want to, fat boy. Yes, we can. And if we find something constitutionally repugnant, we will stand up and tell you to pound sand just like the people of your state and law enforcement in your state are doing. He said, you don't get to choose which laws you comply with in the state of Illinois. The state police is responsible for enforcement as are all law enforcement officers all across this state. They will in fact do their job or they won't be in their job. So he's threatening to fire local police officers. Well, I got news for you, prickster. You can't fire an officer in anywhere else as far as i know except for in the state police now i could be wrong about that but i don't think that's possible you don't have that kind of authority and control unless they are state employees now you guys are drunk with power you guys love to think that you have power that you don't that's why you guys have been passing these kind of laws so that's very rich you know, when you're talking about sheriffs and other people not complying with laws and picking and choosing which ones they comply with, or uh, you don't get to comp- uh, pick and choose which uh, laws you comply with in the state of Illinois, That that's absolutely rich. Coming from a man who has routinely flouted the supreme law of the land, has routinely chosen which of the amendments he would obey, has repeatedly flouted federal immigration laws. Oh, my. Oh, yes, you can pick and choose what laws you want to obey, but you, being governor of a single state, somehow think that you are a god or a king now? Is that it? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, apparently you're drunk with power that isn't yours. You serve at the will of the people around you, and any time they felt like rising up and tossing your big self right out the window of the governor's mansion, they'll do it. Now, I hope it doesn't come to that, but you boys better need, you know, you really start better thinking about what you're facing here. This is a bunch of pissed-off patriots. And not only that, you're not thinking about the damage you're doing to the industry, or maybe you are, which makes your crime even Uh, more egregious because in banning these military style weapons and these uh, uh, high capacity magazines and everything else and demanding registration of firearms, you are impacting badly. The gun retailers throughout your state, a lot of them had to take inventory that they purchased with their money and now they can't sell it. They can only sell it to a resident in another state, and if they don't have an online business, uh, now they got to scramble to get that thing sold to another gun retailer who does have an online business and then take a hit at pennies on the dollar. So you're screwing these people over, these lawful gun shop retailers, and now you're hurting them, and you don't care. All you're doing, you want the praise of your fellow Bolsheviks. That's all you're doing. So, These business owners are rightly pissed off. They're rightly angry. And one Robert Krahl, K-R-A-H-L, who owns Our Guns in Carpentersville, Illinois, he made a statement Wednesday that it's a tragedy that the new law affects law-abiding Illinoisans, uh, and I might add, only. His shop specializes in selling many of the same guns that have been banned under this new illegal law. So apparently, gun stores will still be be permitted to sell the otherwise banned weapons at, uh, to a list of exempted customers, like law enforcement and armed security personnel and such like that. Well, why do law enforcement get them? Why don't the people get them if the law enforcement people have them? Hmm, Governor Prickster, why? Are they cut from a higher moral fabric than the law-abiding citizens of Illinois? Yeah, that was a rhetorical question. So, these banned guns now that all of these retailers are holding, they could also, oh, you can sell them to the federal government, or you can transfer them to out-of-state buyers, but you can't sell them to Illinoisans. Why? Well, because we want Illinoisans to be unarmed and disarmed. I've said this before, people. They're conquering this, this country one state at a time. And when I use the term communist-occupied territory, that is not, not hyperbole. I'm not just trying to be funny. People, that's exactly what's going on. But they have killed retail in the state now, according to Mr. Crawl of R guns. That's the letter R guns. He said there's not a whole lot left that will uh, will be a, that will be enough to support a business. I think that the state has just put a lot of hardworking people out of business and on the unemployment line. Uh, I've got news for you, sir. Governor Prickster doesn't care. Yeah, he and his fellow Bolsheviks are trying to shut down the gun industry in Illinois, and that includes the retailers if necessary. So he, uh, who was it, Mr. Crawl, uh a board member of the Federal Firearms Licensees of Illinois, uh, that's an organization that advocates for the Illinois firearm dealers, predicted that the law would not withstand any legal challenges that, that, that it may face, and it's going to, it's definitely going to face challenges. And there are, a matter of fact, uh, that group that I just mentioned there, the Federal Firearms Licensees of Illinois, they're already drafting a legal challenge to the new law. And they'll be filing it uh, probably next week sometime, as I understand it. Uh, Mr. Craw said, and believe me, I'm not the only group that's going to be filing a lawsuit. People are pissed. They are going to be held accountable, meaning the people who passed the law. Good for you, Mr. Craw, And we all in these other states, we support you. We stand behind you. Good for you. Stand up to these scumbags. Sue them into oblivion. Sue them into the poorhouse. Unfortunately, the money, any money they make off the lawsuit will come from Illinois taxpayers. Yeah, of course. But uh, Prickster and um, his fellow Bolsheviks, they actually believe that the law is going to stand up to any legal scrutiny. And he said, obviously, things will go through the courts and they'll make their determinations. But I feel confident. Really? I guess you haven't heard of the Bruin decision recently. Or the Heller, the Heller decision uh, back, uh, even before that. Or you obviously haven't heard about the Bill of Rights long before even that. Um, but um, it's a, this is a mess going on up in Illinois. But I am very happy to see the uh, the defiance people standing up. Good. Good, I hope it starts an epidemic of defiance to counter this epidemic of legislative assault, this legislative terrorism, this legislative insurrection, this legislative violence against the rights of the people to keep and bear arms. That's what, that's what it's going to take. People standing up and saying, oh yeah, pound sand. And no, you go buy your own hammer too. Head for the sand pile. I'm telling you what, this is a mess, baby. But one more thing I'll leave you with. As I said before, when one of these states does something like this, other states feel that, oh, the momentum is in our favor. We'll do it now, too. Commie see, commie do. Now the governor of Washington, he is talking about wanting to implement a assault weapons ban there. I tell you what, man. I'm going to say the same thing to the people of Washington. You get ready to stand up. You point your finger at those scumbags and you tell them, no, you want to come and force it. You're going to have a fight on your hands. We have every right to defend ourselves against your legislative violence against our rights. And we have every right to defend ourselves against you. If you come to try and enforce this crap. All right, stick around. Uh, we, I'm, uh let's see. What was I going to say here? Hmm. I had a, I had an announcement, and I totally forgot about it. I'm having a brain fart, a brain hiccup. Well, i catch you on the next episode anyway. How about that? Until then, keep a loaded firearm on your person. Keep your guns loaded at home. Keep in contact with your representatives and your local law enforcement. Whenever there's a law that springs up that affects you and your free exercise of your rights, you let them know I'm not complying. And I'm not the only one saying this. You sign it. Have all your friends sign it. Send it to them and say, have a nice day. We support you as long as you support us. When you turn against us, we will turn against you. It is just as simple as that. Pray for the people of Illinois, and I'll see you on the next episode. Oh, yeah. Incoming rounds always have the right of way. (laughs) Royce out. Second Amendment University. Class dismissed.